It's time to watch The Muppets with special guest, Brooke Shields. time to watch the Muppets and I just have to before we really jump in I just want to say it always all comes back to New Jersey doesn't it it really does yeah because this episode's a Brooke Shields episode right uh-huh and you know she grew up in New Jersey did she really she was born in Manhattan but she went to like Inglewood High School all right and... I'm fully prepared to jump and then into Brooke she, Shields let's she see paused her modeling career i read to go to princeton university and you know what she studied what the romance languages interesting so she's beautiful and bright yeah and tall and well-spoken and well-spoken holy shit she went to princeton to study the romance languages. yeah yeah it says here you're absolutely right she's got a ba from princeton when did michelle obama go to princeton are they the same age i don't even know how old Brooke so Shields Brooke is. shields we're just starting. I love this. Okay. I'm like, did Brooke they Shields, attend Princeton at the same time? Born May 31st, 1965. And now we're going to jump right into wikiing Michelle. Is she two L's? Obama. Michelle Obama, Wikipedia. <laughs> what comes up is Michelle Obama, real name Michael? Question mark. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we talked about that the other day, oh right? Oh my god. <laughs> Michelle Lavon Robinson Obama, Hell born yeah. ni- January seventeenth, nineteen sixty four. They very likely went to Princeton at the same time. She's just a couple months older. Oh, she's like a year and some older than. Yeah, but still, they yeah. could have gone to Princeton at the Absolutely. same time. That's so cool. For some reason, I thought January was. What did Michelle Obama in? study in Princeton? Law or some something? In Princeton, she might have. Done grad school in Princeton, to be honest with you. I don't know if she went to undergrad. Okay, she went to Harvard also. She got a BA from Princeton and I heard JD. Yeah. From. That's a, that's a, that's a lawyer. That's a, you got a JD? That's a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Juris doctorate or something like that. That would make sense. That clocks out. That checks out right Okay, what's her BA? She majored in sociology and minored in African-American studies at Princeton. And at the same time, she went with Brooke Shields, and that's in the Wikipedia. It doesn't say that, but you know what? I'm making that's what we're here for. Yeah. We can edit this. She likely went to school with Brooke Shields. Okay, and now I just want to talk to you a little bit about Princeton University campus. Okay. Are you a fan? Me? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a nice campus. I don't think I like it as much as Tom Sharpling likes it. It's very hard to drive through it. Some days. Yeah. The record stores To go to the record exchange. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you hit that road. What is that main drag there? You hit that and you're like. Nissan? No, it's not. Fuck. You know, like from Route 1. Yeah. I really like Princeton. The people there dress immaculately. Mm -hmm. The buildings are amazing. The town is amazing. It's very white. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be like one of the whitest places in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a cool little city. I don't know that I've really explored much more than like the record exchange and there's a Thomas cool Sweet. bookstore there. You ever go to like one of the ice cream shops there? No, I've never had like anything beyond a Starbucks in Princeton. Do you know that? Wow. Yeah. Mistral, there's some amazing restaurants there. Usually when I go, I go with my brothers and because I'm vegetarian, it's kind of, well, they also see it as a pain in the ass. Quote no, unquote, but there's plenty to, of- To like pl- find things that we could both all agree on. No, because my little brothers eat like- 
hamburgers. Children, yes, hamburgers yeah. is the best way to put it. Yes. They eat like children. And then you go, I just have a salad. Well, <laughs> but you know, so that's like, it, and I'm like, well, I don't eat meat. So they're like, oh. You don't eat no meat? Oh. I'm like, well, I eat quite a few other things. Yeah. Just, well, there's, Don't go to the chicken nugget store, please. Yeah. Like, there, you know? Well, I have to tell you, there's plenty of places for you to eat in Princeton. I'm sure. And the McC- the Mc something theater. Why can't I remember what it's called? The McLaren. I want to call it McLaren, but it's not McLaren. Mm-hmm. Um, the theater in Princeton is really nice. It's a great venue for music. It's a great venue for yeah. theater. I'm sure maybe there's comedy. Do pr- people in Princeton laugh? I don't know. I don't know. If Are they people laugh. into comedy? I don't. Or if know. it's too much, it might be too much. You can't but say also, anything these days, man. I, I you can't. Know. You can't. I also <laughs> like the color orange, so I'm a fan. Oh, they're like a big orange town. No, the Princeton colors are black and orange. Okay, they're the Tigers. Halloween, Halloween colors, and they have women's hockey, and I like that ice hockey. When you okay, we're fully derailed, but you texted me the other day and said that like the women's professional hockey league closed down. I think they're doing a different version of it. Maybe revamping. I hope. I hope they're revamping. Because wow, that's heartbreaking. I know, and I think they're starting it in Canada. Okay, so. Like, as they should. Yeah. Naturalish. Yeah. So, yeah. I had to derail. I had to be, like, all about New Jersey for a minute, because I do. Yeah. It just is what it is. New Jersey report. New Jersey report. Okay, Meg. So, we watched the Brooke Shields episode. You ready? We watched the Brooke Shields episode, episode 506 of The Muppet Show, airing in the UK on November 9th, 1980, and in the US on October 18th, 1980. The day before my birthday. The day before. The day and, what, seven years before? Seven I'm so sorry to have revealed your age. Oh, my God. How rude. My forehead lines say it all, so it's okay. (laughs) Let's just jump right into this episode. This episode was... Fucking wonderful. This episode was great. You can see, of course, when we watch it, that all of the reasons why Disney won't air this, can't air this, however you want to put it, with the different licensing licensing rights. I don't understand to me because Disney owns it. They own the story of, I guess, a lot of the pieces adapted of Alice in Wonderland. But this, from my understanding, was a CBS production and features the Wizard of Oz song at the end, right? That's like a Warner Brothers property now. So I think that's why. I don't know. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Like all of They just guys, didn't want to bother with it. People, just give each other whatever money for this thing so that they can have the money for that thing. You know, like, I, it, it's fucking stupid. It is stupid. It's not like as complicated as Daria where they had to put all different music in it. Yeah. Which well, so we watched crazy. this on the Daily Motion, which what the fuck even is the Daily Motion? I don't it's know, like but that YouTube, guy but- who like, Gives us the okay. Tw- I liked that. So that guy is Brian Henson. When Get I started it, I almost out. lost my mind because you were like, "Yeah, I watched it." And like that guy in the beginning, he like introduced it. Did you watch it yet? And I was like, "Oh no, I hadn't watched it." So I watched it earlier today. And yeah, that guy is Brian Henson. Hell yeah, Brian Henson! You told us he she was only fifteen, and yeah. they had to pause. I want to talk to Brian Henson. Is he's with us still? He's with us. Yeah. Oh, I want to have a conversation, Brian. Brian, you, Dave Goals. Um, there's a moment Frank. in this episode where we're going to say Frank Oz. You know that, right? Oh, of okay. course. Let's start. Let's right. start. Why don't we get things started? Why don't you get things started? Cold open. Guest star Brooke Shields arrives expecting to appear on The Muffin Show. Gee, this is Alice in Wonderland. I thought I was doing something called The Muffin Show. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I'm late. I'm late. Ah! That answer your question? No. 
So we watched it on like a bootleg website, and I immediately, the second it started, I was like, oh, this is a reversed image because Pops's, oh, Pops's yeah. door is on the right, but now I'm seeing it on the left. And I'm like, is this going to be jarring to me? And I think that was the only thing that really bothered me other than the titles. It was much, you yeah, know? the titles. It was, you forget it. I yeah. mean, I forgot as I went on, but um, yeah, I did notice that too. And I was like, ugh, it's all mirror imaged. Our Muppet Show theme, Gonzo gets the hiccups when he tries to play his trumpet, which is a repeat from episode 301. Wow. How lame. That's like, you ever watch The Simpsons and those early episodes and you see the same couch gag and you're like, barf, I want a new couch gag, please. I don't want them all to get, what, the one where they like sit down and they squeeze Maggie till she pops up or whatever, like those easy little ones they used to do. Give us a new couch gag. Yeah, or at least recycle one that's really good. Yeah. Oh, like the ones where he like didn't like a snake come out once like recently. That was cool. I I haven't seen any recent ones. I should watch. I feel like now that we're back to Muppet Show classic, it does feel like we're home and we're like safe. I do feel like we're home. You know? Yeah. I was like, okay, this is this is these are the things that I want to see because we also are like this is (laughs) this has got us like set in a routine where in our next episode that we do. There's an at the dance. And I was like, no, no, we're not supposed to have at the dance. Spoiling. So Kermit reels that this week's episode will tell the tale of Alice in Wonderland. He refers to the warm, lovable characters and, and cute, fluffy bunny rabbits, which will appear in the story. However, the white rabbit does not live up to his description, threatening, look, either you tell me where the rabbit hole is or I tear your head off. I did like all of the rabbits are voiced by. Um, all right, tear your head off. Um, Whitmire. Steve Whitmire. Steve Whitmire, nice. Yeah, and it sounds like that. What's that little rabbit that he plays? Bean Bunny. Oh yeah. They all sound like Bean Bunny. Yeah, it's they so do. funny that like this is the rabbit voice that he can do, and every rabbit's going to sound exactly the same regardless. The story begins when Alice meets the white rabbit looking for his hole. When he finally finds the hole, the rabbit blows his line and jumps in. Alice tries to remind him that his line is, I'm late, I'm late for a very important date. But she falls in after him before she can finish. Next we have Scooter, the Cheshire Cat, and a group of other Muppets sing Falling Song to Alice, welcoming her to Wonderland. What's Falling Song? Falling Song... Is this maybe just straight from Alice in Wonderland? I love when they do this, like, black screen and, like... This black screen works really well, especially when you listen to, like, when Brian Henson said that, like, she couldn't be on set all the time because of child labor laws. Yeah. So you're like, oh, so they could have superimposed her into this scene and had her reacting to fake Muppets that they would superimpose. Like, you know, they can do the background work today and then do her work later on. You know, like, it it seemed like it was cool ways for them to have some tricks. So this song was written by Ray Charles. Uh, The Muppet characters that appear in the number are Scooter, Dr. Teeth, Link Hogthrop. Okay, this doesn't say anything about this. That's a good mix, though. This was a really good mix. (laughs) They, I loved um, Dr. Teeth as the Cheshire Cat. I love Dr. Teeth because like, of the smile. Perfect use because of the fucking smile, right? Wonderful. Yeah. Link Hogthrob in that costume was really cool, too. Humpty Dumpty. You ever really think about Humpty Dumpty? In... Like, the child, the fairy tale. Is in he... general. 
He's not naked, right? That's a different story. Humpty Dumpty's had a while. He had a great fall. Is he an egg? People depict him as an egg. Nothing in that rhyme says he's a fucking egg. All the great Just horses, all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Who? What king? Or is this an English? Is Humpty Dumpty... Humpty Dumpty is must it? be regal of some sort. I yeah, guess, right? I mean, I feel like all the fairy tales are German and dark, yeah. but like Humpty Dumpty's some so British. Humpty shit. Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Mother Goose is some British shit, right? Mother Goose I... has to be some British <laughs> shit. Yeah, because it's not Mother Goose is not Hans Christian Andersen, right? Who was, of but course, he, incredibly German. Yeah, but he took those stories from stories that already existed. Though mm-hmm. he didn't just like make those stories up. They were fairy tales. Is Mother tales. Goose like Aesop shit? We're literally sitting right next to a wall of all of these things. Like, we could figure this out if we really no, just tear through these it's books. It's more fun to just, like, go, <laughs> what? Do you have a mother goose? No, I know that there's fairy tales from around the world right there. Then there's, like, Irish folklore and fairy tale. Beauty and the Beast and other fairy tale. Like, there's Hans yeah. Christian Andersen. I don't know. I but don't know. it's, yeah, Humpty Dumpty is definitely mother goose shit. I That's what say. I feel. I mean, we, yeah, don't, we don't really know what we're talking so about. It's so odd how, like, he's always depicted as a fucking... Egg. What do you think about Humpty Dumpty? Humpty Dumpty is a loser. <laughs> He's a loser. I hate him. He's no, not I don't a know. Winner. Humpty Dumpty, um, I think Humpty Dumpty was probably a drunk. He was sitting on the wall. What do you bet? He was just finishing. He's a character in an English nursery rhyme. There you go. You're right. He's English. It's some British shit. Okay, <laughs> so if I were to guess, I would say Humpty Dumpty, I think he truly is a drunk. Like he was sitting on a wall and then he had a great fall. Why? Why did he fall? What was he doing? You don't think he was probably a little a little messed up after a long day's work? Oh, my God. He had a God. warm cup of beer. Ew. That's okay. the original like? depiction of him. He's he looks used... like one of the potato people from from the elephant show. He looks like he's related to that woman with the Jim Blossom nose. The earliest known version of the pub uh, was published by in Samuel Arnold's Juvenile Amusements in 1797 with lyrics... Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Four score men, four score more, could not make Humpty Dumpty where he was before. So they couldn't pick him up. So that's not even that he's hurt so badly. It's that he literally, they couldn't get him up. And that's a lot of people. Score. What's a score? Score is what? It's It's like 60? I thought it was 40. Four score isn't, Oh, is it 40? Score is 10, maybe? I don't know. We should know this because of that famous speech by the Emancipation Proclamation, right? How many is a score? Is a score. I thought a score was like... How many score? 20 years. So, score... 20... I I don't know. Whatever. That's a lot of folks, Meg. They couldn't pick them up. Again, the first published uh, in 1810 of uh, Mother Goose. Oh, no, 1803. I, lo- I lied. This is how it went. Humpty Dumpty sat, sate, <laughs> sate on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Three score men and three score more cannot place Humpty Dumpty as he was before. So a total of 120 men. Humpty Dumpty lay in a beck. With all his sinews around his neck, 40 doctors and 40 rights couldn't put Humpty Dumpty to rights. It's a lot of math the in this. The modern day version of the nursery rhyme is known throughout the UK. 
And it's Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty Dumpty together again. Or Humpty. It's just couldn't put Humpty together again. It's not even Humpty Dumpty. (laughs) Do the Humpty Hump. Okay, here we go. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, in the 17th century, the term Humpty Dumpty referred to a drink of brandy boiled Mm -hmm. with ale. The riddle probably exploited the misdirection. Oh, probably exploited for misdirection. The fact that Humpty Dumpty was also 18th century. It's slang for a clumsy person. Okay. It's slang for, uh, yeah. Okay, anyway. So you were right. Clumsy person. So yeah, he he was was likely drunk. Definitely he was drunk. What a piece of shit. What a piece of shit. All right, when Alice, when Alice finally lands, she sees the white rabbit standing in a very small doorway. He races off, but she cannot fit through to chase after him. But one pill makes you larger. <laughs> he calls back with the advice, have some dessert. She does, sampling the cake on a nearby table. As soon as she does, she, sr- sh- she shrinks. As she- <laughs> shrinks. <laughs> as soon as she does, she shrinks down to the size of the door and can follow through after the rabbit. Alex in Wonderland's world always seemed a little dangerous to me. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of cool, but like... You get there by falling, and then you have to, like, drink poison. And then you run into that... That, that queen. hookah-smoking caterpillar. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, no, I know. And it's off with a hand. I don't even know the words. I don't understand. Go So we're getting to the point where we're going to introduce that Piggy is meant to play the Queen of Hearts. And why is Piggy not fucking chomping at the bit to play that character? why doesn't she want to be the villain? Why isn't she owning it? Come the fuck on. Dude. Like, Piggy nowadays, I feel like, would literally eat this shit up, Do we see her in the Queen of Hearts outfit? No. I know. And she would look so good. Yeah, dude. I want to see like a big fucking like like the, the like, hat thing the the wig like that Helena Bonham Carter wears in that one adaptation. Should we? Okay, while we're talking about Alice in Wonderland, do you want to talk about the time that you, me, your ex, our friend Lauren, and my I love current you wife? My ex. I know, She's I know, but like you know, we were going on like a little like dumb little double date oh, kind of thing to go date. to the movies, yeah, right? Yeah. We were going to the movies to go see Alice in Wonderland, the Tim Burton movie, and this is when did that movie come out? Twelve years ago at this point, you know. And I got a little text message from my, my my youngest brother, Timothy, that was like, oh, can you come get me from the ice rink? And I was like, no, I'm about to go see a movie. And then he calls me and he's like, we have no way home. We're stranded here. Free and I had Uber. To like, I had to leave the movies to go yeah. pick him up. And we were so pissed off. What a crock of shit. And then I had to pay again to see that movie. And it was bad. I will <laughs> never forgive Timmy. He is grown now. He is fully he's grown. He's a man. He has, like, a relationship, his own apartment, uh-huh. and I still will never forgive him. The time that he made me For being me a little shithead Alice boy. In Wonderland. We were so pissed. What the hell? so stupid. It, was, it wasn't a great movie anyway, no. so. But I do want to see Piggy Who played that, Alice in that one? In that one? It was that girl who was in Chloe, those movies. No. No. No one. It should have been Chloe Grace Moretz, probably. You knew what I'm talking about. I know who you're talking about. Oh, my God. But it was the girl. She was then later on in a um, Guillermo del Toro movie. Which she one? was in Crimson Peak. Oh, I didn't see that. It was that girl. I don't know her name. I'm riding the Crimson Wave. <laughs> That's all I think when I, I had hear to that. Ass to the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I would like to have seen Piggy in that big Helena Bonham Carter heart wig. 
I would like that too. And there was like special effects. Like Helena Bottom Carter had like a big ass head or mm-hmm. something. I hated that. Why? And Tweedledee and Tweedledum were like weird. Remember they were like Matt Lucas from Little Britain oh, USA yeah, Little and his Britain. comedy partner whose name I can't remember. They were Tweedledee, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. It's your comedy partner. It's your comedy partner. <laughs> Backstage, Scooter informs Kermit of the costume problems. Fozzie Bear is dressed as the Tin Woodsman. His excuse? I'm the Tin Woodsman! <laughs> There's no Tin Woodsman in Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland? I thought we were doing Peter Pan. <laughs> uh, it's Alice in Wonderland. Now go change, Fozzie. Yes, sir. Anybody got a can opener? Oh, my God, Fozzie. Another costume problem reveals itself when Piggy enters her dressing room dressed... When Piggy... This is the fucking weirdest way to write this. Another costume problem reveals itself when Piggy enters from her dressing room dressed as Alice. Despite the fact that she's learned all the Alice lines, Kermit will not let her play the part. She soon settles into the role of the Queen of Hearts, deciding she is fit to play royalty. Yeah, Piggy. And you are nothing like Alice. Alice is like naive she's a dummy she's not dumb but she's just nice she's just naive and she's earnest like piggy okay oh my god she has a cat dinah oh my god i forgot about the cat yeah that cat's really cute it's like a red cat right that's a cat cute cat so why would okay in in even like when they did the wizard of oz later on in that movie that we have to watch don't worry with ashanti ashanti plays dorothy and i'm pretty sure piggy plays like glinda because why would she fucking play dorothy that's not her kind of character, you know. Like Piggy's not a Dorothy. Piggy no. is such a would be such a good villain. Is a villain. Mm-hmm. She could be like play like a blonde bombshell ish yeah. role, but not like a. You wouldn't an want her to be the Little Mermaid. You'd want her to be fucking Ursula. Oh, for right? sure, she like, needs to be Ursula. Come on. I want to see Piggy as Ursula now. Ursula, Little Ursula? Mermaid, Muppets Little Mermaid would be pretty cool. I want Gonzo for King Triton for some reason. No, Gonzo's Flounder. Never mind. Gonzo's Flounder. No, Gonzo's Flounder. Yeah. No, but Pete... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonzo's Flounder, but he's like an anglerfish, so you can have like... Uh, he's an angler has a little light bulb on it. <clears throat> Piggy leaves. Floyd Pepper enters to complain about his role as the caterpillar. Kermit gives him a choice. He can either take the place on stage or on the unemployment line. <laughs> Floyd exits singing about a butterfly. Kermit allows Scooter to introduce the next scene, but he doesn't explain what the scene is, nor his introduction very enthusiastic. So Floyd's the caterpillar because he, like, smokes. He's, yeah. like, a pothead, seeming. Yeah. He's like, hey, hey man. man. Like, literally, you have have stated the stated that he <laughs> enters scenes simply hey saying, hey, man. man. <laughs> so he has to be the caterpillar. The caterpillar scene Alice complains to the caterpillar. Oh, huge. When he said that, I was like, hell yeah. That's like, that's the caterpillar. That is the caterpillar. Is that line. Yeah. He's a little spicy, that caterpillar. Mm -hmm. Alice complains to the caterpillar that she isn't tall enough, but needs to be taller for the next scene. The caterpillar suggests growing mushrooms, the kind you eat, and then you grow. (laughs) But he reminds her to only take them from the bottom of the mushroom. Because there isn't mushroom on top. <laughs> Alice takes a That's bite. That's such and grows. a Muppet joke. I'm the, sorry. That is such a Muppet joke. And you know what? The Muppet jokes. It's been how many episodes? I'm like, I laughed audibly. Me too. To that. And I'm like, that's not funny, but it's a funny Muppet joke. Yeah, I know. I love it. It feels familiar and comforting. It does. Feel, <laughs> it feels familiar. So you're like, ha 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 ha. You're absolutely right. It feels familiar. Yeah. 
The Mad Tea Party is scheduled to be on next, but Gonzo refuses to go on, claiming she's too big a star. She returns from the stage to prove just how big. Instead of the tea party, Scooter sends Humpty Dumpty on. He asks Link about Humpty's wardrobe. Say, was that a tie he was wearing or a belt? I don't know. That's wardrobe. It's not my department. I like that joke, too. Yeah. Especially with Jim being the voice of Link. Like, it's not. not... Link is the worst, and that's why I like him. Uh Because he's, like, literally the worst, but the best. Link is one of those, like, he's got a little bit of Jim in him. You know, in that like, why wasn't Uncle Dudley in this episode? Why Dudley? isn't Uncle Dudley? Dudley. <laughs> First of all, you Uncle Dudley pilled me. That's not how you say his name. It's the Mandela uh, effect. That's how I remember it. You can't Mandela me, um, <laughs> Uncle Dudley. Where the fuck has he been? He's such a great character. He's so and, like, great. They do a whole Jabberwocky scene. I what know. the fuck is Uncle Dudley other than like a Jabberwocky? He He's some sort of dragon looking motherfucker. I know. It would have been perfect. This episode, though, altogether is so far, like, a pretty decent idea being expertly executed. I think it's stronger than the Robin Hood episode. Like, we learned what to do from the Robin Hood episode. I agree. I agree. You know? And I like the mix of, like, weird little songs and stuff in it, too. I think this is a pretty solid episode. In the dressing room, Kermit finds... That Brooke is still growing and calls Dr. Bunsen Honeydew in to consult. I love when they do giant characters. Bunsen informs Brooke that he sh- that the effects should reverse any minute. Remember the episode where like Piggy's in the house and she looks out the window and there's a giant chicken? Oh my god, that episode was amazing. <laughs> so then they cut to Piggy and she's dealing with like an earthquake, right? Because the chicken, every step it takes, like everything shakes. That was a really cool one. Yeah. And those effects, like, don't look that bad. No, they look good. bad because, like, the film looks bad on too large a TV nowadays, yeah, but, you know? But otherwise, it looks so cool. It looks like, cool, yeah. these practical little, like, <laughs> light and camera and mirror things that they would do were so just cool. just Piggy's face when she looks out the window. It's like, how do you make a Muppet's face look like that? She's like, uh. Some of the things that they get them to do, really, by just, like, scrunching yeah. or, like, little eye work. Well, Frank, of course. It's, it's well, it's Frank. Master Frank of Oz. The master of puppets. The nuances of his facial movements for the Muppets. Next up is our UK spot. Fozzie is upset about all the trouble the show is having, so Dr. Teeth tries to cheer him up with a song. Teeth, Floyd, Gonzo, and the White Rabbit, the March Hare, and the Duchess all sing When You're Smiling medley. Ugh, okay. Fine with this, fine. But I think that they could have done something way better. Why didn't they take, like, a really... Because Alice in Wonderland is super British shit. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it is, right? At its at its core. It's so British. Why? It's about, it's like literally a weird British dude writing about his neighbor, right? Remember, like, and like, doesn't the walrus like eat all those little oysters and yeah. like, I mean, granted, I've never read the book. I've only ever seen the movie, but I am imagining. I, oh my God. Hang on. The time has come, the walrus said, yeah. to talk of many things, of shoes, of ships, of sealing wax, of cabbages and kings, and why the sea is boiling hot, yeah. and whether pigs have wings, Kalu Kalei will eat today like cabbages and kings. Yeah, like, why didn't they take something fun and quirky that they didn't use from Alice in Wonderland mm-hmm. and do it? Well, I mean, they did do stuff with the Jabberwocky, which is not explored in the Walt Disney version. Okay. You know? Well, I like that. 
The Jabberwocky poem. I also really liked Rolf in it because I loved him in it. Where the fuck has Rolf been, dude? I mean, I know that we well, just watched all of Muppets Mayhem, and that was ten episodes. He's been like, on a bender, but like, oh, I mean, you think so? Think, yeah, I think he's like, you know, he's an. Look at my peeling from vacation. <laughs> he's an old musician. You know how old they are. You know, uh-huh. so it's a song for the piano man. That Beethoven head, and he, they like. I'm peeling my. They skin just ran off. Like I'm gold. You member. are peeling your skin like you are a gold member, <laughs> dear lord. That's a big peel, Meg. This one's a keeper. <laughs> Get your little box out to put it. Oh in. Oh my god, it's so funny. I'm one of my. I'm go, I'm traveling again, and one of my layovers is going to be in Copenhagen. Mm-hmm, you freaky Dutch bastard. And I was all I could think was like, I don't speak freaky deaky Dutch because fucking Austin Powers. Anyway. So while you okay, full disclosure, we, you and I, and our friends Megan. You're Megan. Jesus Christ. I'm Megan. Uh, our friends, Lauren, Kaylin, my wife as well. My Elizabeth, wife. We all went on a small resort stay in Cancun last week, right? Yeah. When you, you, had, you went home a day early, and the day after you had gone home, we found a way to finally get them to play the trivia game that they kept claiming You're they were doing at 2 me. o'clock. Yes. We, we basically... You we, asked them? We went down to where it was happening, where it should have been happening, and skin. our friend Kaylin said to someone who was holding a laptop, hey, are you supposed to be playing coffee game at 2 o'clock? And they said, "Uh, yeah, we're going to set up for it now in a very, like, yeah. I guess if someone asks. So she goes, well, if you are, we're all ready for it. We're sitting right here. Let us know when you're done setting up. Like, we're here to play, basically. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay. So then we sat there for, like, another 15 or 20 minutes, and Lauren kept looking at them setting it up, and she's like, they fucking hate us. They don't want to have to set up this game, but they're going to do it because we asked them, whatever. So we ended up playing the game, and our team won, Megan. I will have you know. The game was simply they played a piece of movie score, and we had to shout out what the movie was. And I will I will have you know that I did your honor. And I won the game for one. Well, I'm going to put air quotes. I won the game for us by knowing the Austin Powers score in like one second of a note. Yes! It, was like, it was like whoop 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 whoop, whoop, whoop. you know, like that, like those little noise. Yeah, and I was like, Wah! Austin Powers, and they were like, Yeah, we won. It I was love fucking it. Wonderful. And that'll be one million dollars. I feel like Austin Powers is another thing to add to the list of shit that we talk too much about on here. Tim Allen, Austin Powers, Kirstie Alley. Way too much about it. Clueless quoting? Oh. We don't quote Clueless otherwise. When's the last time you saw that movie? But it does come out. I see it in my mind a we lot. Totally party it's with so the weird. I see it in my mind. I, I always want to go to people, this isn't a liar. <laughs> <laughs> God, what a fucking great movie. <laughs> the Muppets perform the Jabberwocky poem. In it, Scooter is sent by Rolf to slay the Jabberwock. Scooter describes it as the weirdest thing we've ever done on this show. I did like that bit when he's like, no, this is definitely like the weirdest shit that we've ever gotten up to. That I is I know that cool. it's Scooter that said it, and you're going to tell me that I love Scooter. You do love Scooter. It's okay, but we've already acknowledged it. Can I ask you a question? Nah. If I were to read, and by read I mean listen, mm-hmm. to, um, I'll have you know I read a book on our vacation. Did you see me? I read Red. Old-fashioned. Old-fashioned. With your eyes. Um, but if I listened to Alice in Wonderland, the mm-hmm. story, do you think I'd be able to follow it, or is it like really confusing? No, I think you'd be able to follow it probably almost too much. Okay. It is very much a strict, like... The Disney movie is really decent adaptation. And I think other than that, you've seen enough adaptations yeah. that you might enjoy it. 
I okay. think especially if the right reader is involved. If it's Jim Dale, I'll fucking die. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I think you'd, you'd you'd get pleasure out of it for real. I think it's a fun, weird little read. It's probably like four hours long or something. Yeah. You know. Backstage, Kermit looks for the microscope. Brooke Sorry. Backstage, Kermit looks for the microscopic Brooke. Piggy, jealous of the part Brooke gets to play in the show while she only has one line, pretends to sneeze so as to accidentally step on Brooke. She misses, of course. Thank God Piggy didn't kill Brooke Shields as Alice. That would have been really fucked up. (sighs) Then we would have no... Suddenly Susan? Suddenly Susan, yeah. I'm like, Caroline in the City, Suddenly Susan. Caroline in the City was... Okay, let's name them all. Okay, okay quick, quickly, let's name all Rapid the shows. Fire, must-see TV. Must-see TV. Okay. okay, Caroline in the City. Mm-hmm. Veronica's uh, Closet. Mm-hmm. Spin City. Spin City. That's the not one I like. It, but yeah. Uh, just Shoot Me. Just Shoot Me. Yes. Um, what else? Oh, Murphy Brown. Murphy Brown. Sybil. Sybil. All the shows that are like, kind of like, what are they about? Like... You know, women in like their thirties or forties, oh, like women. there you go. Yeah, there's another. Yep, 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 yep. And then yeah. all that Sib- was an era. Sybil. Then there were mo- then there were shows about couples like Mad About You, baby. Yeah, I liked Mad About You with any tail. Is it still good? I don't know. I don't know either. But, but I like. Who doesn't like Helen Hunt? Caroline in the City was a was a show that I liked on premise, and now that I'm thinking about it, it makes so much sense to like. My current career. Yeah. Caroline was a cartoonist and she drew a cartoon for like the Sunday paper. Yes. Or and that, like, what a weird thing that that was enough of a fucking plot for a sitcom back then. Yeah. And like the fact that we were like really kind of like young mm-hmm. kids watching oh, these yeah, sitcoms. Oh, yeah. Oh, and totally following them. Yeah. Though. What am I relating to no, in Dharma and Greg? Like, oh, they're I crazy. definitely watch, I know, I definitely watched Dharma and Greg. Loved that show. Me too. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know either. Greg's parents are so stuffy. What a crazy thing. You know what's crazy? Like The Critic. I used to watch the show religiously. It's on. I'm watching The Critic. The Critic. I, I probably it missed. I didn't get any of these jokes. I feel the same way. I didn't get any of them. I must have not. I, oh, he sprays his hair on. Hilarious. So much it, of the That critic, stinks. Or so much of that show also relies on you like getting movie references for movies that you're both either way too young to have seen or way too young to have comprehended. Also. But you know what? It's it, the, the pacing of it and like the... The, like, movie styles and the drawing of it is so, like, Warner Brothers. And the Simpsonification of yeah. it, too. Oh, it's yeah. like, you know. It's like you get Jay it. Sherman showed up on The Simpsons. It's, so it's like, like Looney Tunes meets The Simpsons. Yes. It's like Hysteria. Mm-hmm. It's like all of those shows. Yeah. God, what a fucking great show The oh, Critic was. The Critic, great show. Excellent show. So, the trial scene. Kermit tries to put a stop to the scene, but the show is growing out of control. Marvin Skuggs appears as the judge who, in the absence of Alice, tries swearing Kermit in, hitting him with the gavel. He then plays Lady of Spain on the heads of the jurors. <laughs> he then calls on the queen to read Alice's sentence. Off with her head. What is she wearing even in this? I don't have the picture won't load. Marvin Scuggs, though, when they were like, oh, the judge is Marvin Scuggs, I'm like, hell yeah, uh, yeah Jim. Absolutely. No, Jim. Oh, look, there's uh, hell the pictures. Yeah, um, Frank. Frank. Like, Frankie boy. I love Marvin Scuggs. What a weird-ass character. With the show in a sham- With the show in a shambles. 
What the show in shambles? That's how you speak. Kermit cancels everything else. That is, until he's informed that Brooke is back to her normal size, in which he calls everyone back on stage for the Mad Tea Party. The Mad You are now watching Mad Tea Party. Mad! Mad. The Mad Tea Party. Wait, can I just say yeah. one thing on the way to vacation? What I noticed is that Judy Bloom and you know this woman's name, the one who plays the one from Mad TV, told you Stephanie Weir. You're Stephanie yes, Weir and Judy Bloom. Identical. Why are, are they related? You were like Judy Bloom looks like you. You couldn't get I, that. You we were like, know Dot that, from I, Mad TV. Yeah. I was like, oh, Stephanie Weir. Yeah. She does. I'm like, she looks like Dot. Uh, so let's get a biopic going of Judy Bloom for, about Judy Bloom and, and yeah, Stephanie obviously Weir Stephanie stars. Weir can star. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a great idea. Okay, Stephanie Weir Back has gotten Jersey. a lot of very interesting work lately in um, like uh, odd comedies. Has she She's really? Been in a lot, like I recalled seeing her in Crazy Ex Girlfriend as a bit character. Oh, nice. She's been in a couple different things where you're like, hell yeah, Stephanie Weir, go be a weirdo. Some you know, like just like in an office scene, she just brings like her level of comedy. Like uncomfortable weirdness. I to love everything. that. It's very funny. Love. So the Mad Tea Party. The party starts with a rousing rendition of "Twinkle Twinkle Little Bat," followed by Alice's entrance and an offering of wine, which does not exist. The Dormouse, which was the fucking funniest part, yes, played by Camilla, then tells a very brief story about three sisters who live in a well. But the Mad Hatter wants a clean cup. He calls out, "Everybody, move one place." This proves useless, as the only one now with a clean cup is the March Hare. The party soon veers from the, the party soon veers from the story's origins, with an interruption from Tweedledee and Tweedledum, Statler and Waldorf as Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Great. Incredible yeah. casting. Chef's kiss. Perfect. Love it. Perfect. Perfect. And finally, Kermit, who stops the whole production. The show breaks down completely when Fozzie enters to sing. We're off to see the wizard, including an appearance from Rizzo as the wizard. I really enjoyed when I finally recognized that Gonzo was the Mad Hatter. Yeah. Because he came into a scene earlier in the episode and I was like, oh, are they still doing that? Like, what are we doing? Is he dressed as Willy Wonka? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why I immediately was like, is he Willy Wonka? They should have done a Willy Wonka episode. Have you seen the Willy Wonka prequel trailer? I've seen Timothy a bit of it. <laughs> I have a crush on Timothy Charlemagne and it bothers me that he's dating Kylie Jenner. He's dating Kylie Jenner. Not Kylie. Wait, which one? Uh, Jenner? No, no, Kylie. The one is Kylie, yeah. Jesus Christ. Bad Bunny is dating Kendall. Bad Bunny? I, I, I the, this trailer for this Wonka movie looks it looks so bad. I don't think Oh no, it it's going to be atrocious. Like, have we talked about it on this show already? No. We talked about it cuz I was like, did you guys did you see life. Dune? Yeah. And I you said you haven't it seen it yet. No. I did. It's but good. Like, I liked it. Why, 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 why would you make a sequel, a prequel to that again? Or what? not again, but like it doesn't look, it looks like it's a prequel to both the Tim Burton and the Gene Wilder movie. Ugh, I hate that. Pick you know? one. Pick one, for real. And like, it's so funny because people came out and they were like, why didn't that guy from Shameless and that chef show get cast? Because oh, he looks yeah. like Gene Wilder. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But I bet you he's the same age that Gene fucking was, basically. when that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, how but, old was Gene Wilder when they made Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? I would think in his late 30s. Yeah. Early 40s. Maybe 40s. Right? I don't so know. Lip from, from Shameless might be in his mid-30s, right? Like, to do a prequel would be a little 
weird, maybe. But he doesn't look as old as he does. No, I guess not. Timothy I guess Charlemagne so. is like in his perpetually 20s still. playing. Yeah, but he's like he could be you know eighteen. Yeah. He could be yeah. He's still scrawny. He hasn't gotten girthy yet. Yeah, which is what happens yeah. to guys as they get bigger. Their and as soon as he does, you're going to be like outward, right? Yeah, you're just done. Absolutely. You want ever see those good looks, right? Ever see those memes that Leonardo DiCaprio is turning into Jack Nicholson? <laughs> no, <laughs> I think it's but very funny. Uh, I believe it. I've seen it. <laughs> God, what a fucking weirdo. At closing now, Brooke Shields reveals that she has always wanted to do an Alice in Wonderland. Kermit hopes that one day she'll get the chance to do so. She's in a New Jersey slasher movie called, like, Alice in the Woods or something like that. Really? Yeah. Let's do a deep dive on her in one second. He then congratulates her on being on The Muppet Show's youngest guest star. But wait, they never did the Tin Woodsman. They never did the Tin Woodsman scene. I thought the Fozzie of not understanding what they were doing or, like, conflating it with one another was pretty funny. She said she was in, like, a weird... Oh, those pictures of uh, Brooke and Piggy are cute. Yeah, they are cute. But I love how they, like, use Piggy to, like, reel the the audience in with these, like, publicity shots that they have. But Piggy's, like, barely in this episode. Piggy's, yeah, she's hardly in this thing. I don't think you see, I don't think you see Piggy in the foreground of any shots, right? Like, she's just literally screaming from a door through most of her scenes. Which is, like, I don't know. She wasn't in the last episode either, really. And she's not in the next one. Spoilies. Sorry. We didn't so watch the Brooke next Shields one. Shields was in a horror film. A she's New in Jersey a slasher. Horror. Alice, sweet Alice. Alice, sweet Alice, not Alice in the Woods. That's a... Alice, sweet Alice, originally titled Communion, is a 1976 American psychological slasher film set in 1961 New Jersey. The film focuses on a troubled adolescent girl who becomes a suspect in a brutal murder of her younger sister at her first communion, as well as in a series of unsolved stabbings that follow. Damn. So did, like, she just have chops, like, right out the gate? This movie was filmed well, in she, Patterson. Yeah, she was a... Yeah, she was a model, and then, like, she had a big break with Calvin Klein at the TV ads. She was in... It's so silly. Like, I know Blue Lagoon is, like, her big thing. That's kind of why she's here, I bet, is promoting that, you know? Lewis, Pretty Baby, 1978. So the only things that I've seen her in are The Muppets Take Manhattan. I've seen... Oh, she's in the movie Freeway. Oh, The Blue Lagoon. Yeah, 1980. Freeway. And then she was in... Yeah, Freeway, yeah. Freeway feels like a movie that we should end up talking too much about on this podcast. I know. With Kiefer Sutherland and Reese Witherspoon. Hell yeah, I love that movie. Um... Yeah, the other guys, I think I've seen that movie. I don't know that she was, like, anything crazy in that. She played herself in an episode of The Simpsons in 1993. So, yeah, she really, she's, like, has such a storied career. I've heard that the documentary about her on um, Hulu right now is really great and, like, kind of crazy. Really? Yeah, it goes into a lot of, like... You know, how she was exploited as a child star and stuff. What is it on again? It's on Hulu. Hulu, okay. I don't know if what it's called. I believe it may just be called Brooke or something to that effect. I, I think it's a uh, an adaptation of a, a book that she wrote. If I'm wrong, you know, don't correct me. It's called Pretty Baby. Here you go. She's in an episode series. of Tales from the Crypt. 
Really? Yep. What's the crib keeper's name? Man. I can't think of his name. All right, Megan. Oh, the actor? All around this John episode. Cassare. John Cassare. All around, this was a really, really solid episode of The Muppet Show. This might be the best one this season. It's heartbreaking that you have to go through this bootleg route to even watch it, but it was worth it nonetheless. Um, next week on The Muppet Show, however, we will be watching the Glenda Jackson episode. You ready for the premise to the Glenda Jackson episode, Megan? Wait, wait. Before we go, mm-hmm. look at the promo shot for Suddenly Susan. She's smoking a cigar. Because she's one of the boys, right? Yeah, she's one of the boys. Was Suddenly Susan about a magazine also? Yeah, it was. She's a writer. San Francisco magazine writer. So next week we're going to watch episode 507, Glenda Jackson. Glenda reveals herself to be Black Jackson, the pirate captain, and she takes over the Muppet Theater with the help of Short John Silver, played by Sweetums, and Eric, a heartless pirate parrot in disguise as a penguin. They tie Kermit up, turn the theater into a ship, and cast off to look for buried treasure. The show ends with a musical buried treasure, with Gonzo and the crew of chickens fighting to save Kermit and the theater. Now that is a solid premise for an episode of The Muppet Show. It sounds like a classic episode of The it Muppet does Show. Sound like a classic episode. Join us next week while we watch that Glenda Jackson episode. In the meantime, you can always message, message us. You can uh, write a nice review on Apple iTunes, like on a, a whatever nice Apple Podcasts yeah. on your preferred podcasting platform. You can. Um, follow along with us at ITTWTM. You can complain at, uh, on Twitter about us, but just don't <laughs> low star us. Just don't low star Tell us. us how much we suck on Twitter. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I don't want to read that. I will. <laughs> Give us some traction. And until next week. Thanks for the gumball, Brookie Girl. Bye.